So you heard Grace read the parable of the sower a little bit earlier in the service. It's a really unusual story that Jesus tells because I pick up Jesus' teachings just a few verses later when Jesus actually explains the parable of the sower. He never does that. But this is the passage where he explains it to the disciples. Grace read for us a passage that began listen and concluded with listen. Jesus said, listen then to the parable of what the sower means. The seed falling on rocky ground refers to someone who hears the word and at once receives it with joy, but since they have no roots, they last only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. The seed falling among the thorns refers to someone who hears the word, but the worries of this life and the deceitfulness of wealth choke the word, making it unfruitful. The seed falling on good soil refers to someone who hears the word and understands it. This is the one who produces a crop, yielding a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. This ends the reading from the Gospel of Matthew. And may these words, which once transformed the disciples' hearts, transform our hearts as well. Will you pray with me? May the words of my mouth, the meditations of each of our hearts, be offered humbly and faithfully. Amen. I'm just telling you, you got to love this story. You really do, because it's not often that Jesus is so direct and demands our attention. I mean, you heard it, right? Band, you heard it, right? Jesus said, listen, listen. And then he ends up with, whoever has ears to hear, listen. He says it twice. So it couldn't be clearer, right? Except apparently it was clear as mud. Because this is the only parable that Jesus explains for those who are listening. So apparently Jesus wants you and I to turn off our cell phones, mute Ted Lasso, and pay attention. I've always thought when I've heard this story that one of the disciples would have been whispering after Jesus says, listen, listen, listen. The disciple would have whispered to another, I think this is going to be on the test for sure. So listen, Jesus says. A New Testament scholar said that all of this suggests that a better title for this parable than the parable of the sower or the planter is the responsibility of hearing. Now, I don't want to be a lengthy impediment of lament on such a beautiful day, but we all hear from you quite a bit that there's a sense of so much going on in the world, so much trouble, it seems to be unraveling. And although the details may have evolved since the time of, that Jesus told this parable, the human dilemma remains the same. What to do about a world that, yes, has its joys, but also has so many things that feel painful and troubling. In the first century, maybe they would have framed the question to Jesus in this way. If, if God is good and in charge of this world, why isn't then the world a beautiful garden where, where flowers bloom, even more important, food for my family is grown with ease. And into a world that is not at all like that, Jesus tells this parable of the sower, or the responsibility of hearing. 
listen. Jesus implores us, listen and hear of the seeds dropped on a path, which is, of course, compacted ground from having been walked on for so many years. Jesus says, those seeds on the path are eaten by birds. And the seeds that we just carelessly toss on rocky ground, well, surprisingly, they actually germinate and begin to grow, but are scorched by the sun, and they wither. They're ephemeral, like your name written in water. Only the seeds planted in good soil bring forth life. Now, I'm going to tell you, the farmers who were probably standing around listening to Jesus would not have been surprised by Jesus' claim about the good and the bad soil. I mean, let's face it, the farmers had spent their lives trying to eke a living out of the soil. Not a one of them would have been surprised that a lot of the seeds don't make it. They had despaired over too many poor harvests, despaired more times than they ever wished to remember. But what would have really made them perk up and, yes, listen, was the abundant life that Jesus was predicting. Archaeologists tell us that the average farmer in the first century would have experienced a yield about 10 times of what he planted. But you heard Jesus at the end, and it's very strange for Jesus to say something like this. He predicts a harvest that he says will be 100 or 60 or 30 times greater than what you're used to. Well, an abundant, that kind of abundant life well, that would be worth hearing about. So Jesus says, whoever has ears to hear, listen. We should listen. Not to grow better tomatoes or pole beans for a salad, but to hear of the abundant life that grows us closer to God. Jesus' focus of the story is not the seeds that wither or die, but rather the seeds that thrive and produce the stuff of life. The seeds in good soil, seeds that yield strength for when the doctor says, I'm sorry, but it's more serious than we first thought. The seeds of faith that brought forth hope for the horrible hours when you feel abandoned by someone or simply alone. Jesus begs us to listen, to own, believe, affirm that if we are the soil into which the seed of God's love is planted, then we cannot be passive ground or ambivalent recipients. Because the seed that falls on hard, apathetic hearts, that will never take root in hope or change. And yes, Jesus says we can hear the word, but still let the routines of our daily lives anesthetize us to God's call for love and justice be witnesses that we are all children of God, created in the image of God, just as we are. Some of you know I, I like to garden. I really do. But truth be told, gardening gets tiring. Gardening can be kind of boring, actually. It demands a lot of fuss and attention in return for its harvest of life and delight. Jesus, I think, wants us to listen so as to understand that our faith is not a low-maintenance faith. There will be difficult days, exhausting days, painful days, boring days. Some days will be a struggle. Jesus knows this. 
Some days will be a struggle to live in a world of compromises and yet be true to our conscience. Jesus knows it's exhausting to be caring in the face of overwhelming need and tragedies. Jesus knows it's challenging to be in the world, yet guided by the Spirit. Knowing how hard that can all be, Jesus implores you and me to listen. To listen and to remember that you are the gardener, receiving God's gifts and grace as the earth receives the sun's warmth and, yes, the necessary rain as well. But also to remember that you are the gardener, tilling the soil of your conscience and your community, the person created in the image of God. And so Jesus assures you and me even in difficult times, in times of trouble, if you are planted in the fertile soil of love, a harvest of hope will emerge. Friends, the soil awaits us. The garden tools are in each of our hands. Let us use them now. Let us use them faithfully. Amen.